Well, welcome everyone to this episode of This One Time OU. Excited today to have Boone Troyer on, the Executive Director of the Athens Convention and Visitors Bureau. Welcome, Boone. Hello. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Looking forward to chatting about Athens. No better time spent than talking about Athens, or I guess being there would probably be the only better thing. That is, and that's part of my job, right? My job is to get you to come here and hang out and have some fun. So I'm happy to talk about that. Well, super. And I actually uh, did some research on you. I felt like a stalker. And it turns out you're like a super fisherman and a great guitar player. Yeah, yep. I enjoy fishing. Uh, there's actually quite a few resources down here in Athens. Um, kind of actually some hidden gems. If you're not uh, interested in the fishing realm, we've got the Hocking River and Raccoon Creek. And we're fairly close to the Ohio River, too. So lots of great opportunities. I remember uh, my friend got some leeches in the Ohio River. That's all we caught. I mean, in the Hocking River, but uh, we'll talk about that later. Uh, before we talk about how wonderful Athens is and really what's going on in Athens, because when I was a student there in the late 80s, early 90s, um, you know, it wasn't so much of a tourism spot. Like Athens has become really a destination city. Before yeah. we get into all that, tell us how you got your start in Athens, because you're one of the smart ones. You like went to OU and decided to stay. Is that correct? Yeah, I did. Uh, came to Athens, and three degrees later, I'm still hanging out here, and uh, so is my wife. So um, I actually came to Athens uh, in 2002. Um, I graduated from Licking Valley High School, uh, just outside of Newark, east of Columbus there. And I uh, came to Athens actually on a Trek scholarship, so I was a pole vaulter here um, in Athens. My, my claim to fame is I was 14th in the nation at one point in time in the pole vault um, for Ohio University Bobcats. Uh, so, yeah, I, I came here on a, on a track scholarship and, and went through school uh, first round, um, did a Bachelor of Specialized Studies program, mostly focusing on uh, outdoor education and arts. And so then uh, I met, met, met my wife uh, in, the, in the first time, uh, first degree program here, and uh, her and I uh, decided that Athens is kind of where we wanted to be, and she was very lucky. She actually ended up uh, working in the admissions office uh, right after graduation, right into a position there. Um, and I actually accepted a position with the uh, city of Athens as the Arts, Parks, and Recreation Child Program Director. So I actually ran the uh, before and after school program, summer camp, preschool, all the things like that, all the fun family events. And then uh, during that time with her working in admissions and me working for the city, we kind of realized that this is the place that we wanted to be and this is where we wanted to start a family. and wanted to stay because of all the assets that Athens has. And so I went into uh, physical education and ended up getting my master's degree in coaching education. And uh, I coached track and field, uh, the pole vault uh, for Ohio University for about three years. And then currently right now I coach track and field uh, at Athens High School. So just kind of got kind of connected to the, the community and really through working with the city as a child program director, that's kind of where I began to kind of create my foundation here in Athens and get to know a lot of the, the key players in town working with, with the mayor's office and county commissioners. And, and in Athens, um, there's, there's just this kind of magical thing that happens and nobody seems to really be able to explain it, which I guess is why you're even doing this show, you know, this one time at OU and gets kind of all the feelings going. You start thinking about all the great things that you did. But there is something, something kind of magical about this place where community partners and agencies and the university and all these folks in town, everybody works together to just make things happen. And that's, that's the biggest thing of why we ended up staying here. So that's kind of the, the history outline for me. I, I stepped into the, the visitors bureau role here about two years ago as a partnership engagement manager. 
And uh, what that means is I was, I was working pretty closely with all of our lodging partners and our restaurants um, and agencies in town, uh, really working on kind of building bridges and partnerships between those agencies and our office on how we can help support them and, and kind of share the word and help market and promote those agencies um, and partners. And, uh, and very unfortunately, um, as, as many folks were with uh, the pandemic, we, uh, we actually were put on furlough uh, in March of last year. So it was a, a pretty big downturn for us. We had been set for a historic year in 2020 at the Visitors Bureau. We had several conferences, tons of large events. We were, we were really set for a solid 2020 year. And then, like I mentioned, very unfortunately in March, we were, we were put on furlough and I ended up coming back in September and taking an interim role as the executive director, as our, our wonderful executive director before had moved on and taken another position. And then I, I took the full-time role and was uh, selected by our board of trustees to, to take over in December. And uh, since December, we've been rocking and rolling with lots of things going on. So that's where we're at now. That kind of brings you up to, to a little of my history and then kind of where we are now. Yeah, how we got here. Now, uh, th that does sound, sound great. And I think, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, but working where you first did, working with families and small children, that's probably gave you the sense of, hey, this is where I want to be. And I, I imagine as you progressing your career it kind of gives you a lot of indie cred because you, you kind of become one of us as they say in, in Athens you know so I, I think that probably helped a lot is that true it, it really did and it's a like I mentioned it's kind of a foundational piece of how I started a lot of the relationships in town and uh, I, I'm very proud to say that I, I've worked very hard um, and very intentionally on creating positive relationships with pretty much anyone that I work with in town and Athens makes it easy to do that. There's that. There's those type of people all over the city um, in every agency that you work with, with all of our partners. There's always challenges, and uh, you, you know we all saw that through, unfortunately, the pandemic. But it's kind of like pulling up the bootstraps and, and getting to work when everyone sees things kind of turning back around and how you support each other through such a tough time like that. That was one thing that I am um, very proud to say that Athens did. Um, and very unfortunately, you know, I've, I saw other communities around even the state of Ohio that didn't necessarily fall into those lines. Um, Athens, again, goes back to that magic, unique place of all these community members and how they support each other. It just uh, it, it turned out it turned out OK. You know, everybody worked, worked together. Everyone and... agrees with, with you. And we had a guest on and he was talking about I think I mentioned it before that you know, be whatever your politics, and we don't get into politics really on this show. Right, right. But um, folks in Athens, community first, and they can put all that aside and say, hey, let's be neighbors first. And that's another uh, just strong sentiment about Athens. Now, a couple things uh, about your career in Athens. You said you were 14th. That wasn't 14th on the OU team. That was 14th in the nation, right? That was 14th in the nation. <laughs> okay. That's my claim to fame. Yep, no, yep. that's a good claim. And The only other one I got is I tackled LeBron James in high school because we played their team uh, at the state level in football. So nobody believes that I ever tackled LeBron James, but that happened. <laughs> I believe that. That's believable. That's way easier to believe than being 14th in the nation. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, and you met, met your wife at first time, first degree. Was that like first time looking for a husband and wife? I'm not uh, sure of that program. No, no. That's actually uh, just just my first first time in, in OU, my, my first oh, degree gotcha. program that I was in. Oh, we, I we thought it was some club you went to, like looking for a spouse. No. Come on in. <laughs> nope, nope. <laughs> we just had uh, kind of mutual friends that kind of overlaid, and, and the way that we met each other was uh, our 
our group of friends kind of all hung out um, all through all through college. And, uh, you know, a couple different people had athletes as part of our crew. But you know how it is when you're in college, you kind of meet a, meet a group of people that you mesh with really well and kind of share some, some values with and enjoy time spending with. And that's kind of what happened to us. We just, we all started hanging out and it just so worked out that, that her and I ended up together. So. I agree. Some of my best friends I met know you are still my best friends today. In fact, Roz and I are having a happy hour July 31st at Tony's from 2 to 4. So if anyone's in town or needs a reason to come to Athens, please stop by July 31st, 2 to 4 at Tony's. But I think uh, kind of it all goes back, uh, Boone, to that, that magic. And I think once that becomes a part of you, it sticks. Hey, as I mentioned, I looked at your website with the um, Athens County Visitors Bureau and your PDF guide. That's fantastic. I, I don't remember, like that guide is is the guide. If anyone wants to go to the AthensOhio.com, you can pull down a, a guide to Athens and the surrounding areas. And that's a great, great work there. Is that, yeah. is that yours? Yeah, so we're we're pretty proud of uh, a couple things that you mentioned. Uh one, the, the PDF, the, the guide that's on there, that is our, our annual visitor's guide. Now, again, with, with the pandemic happen, we ended up uh, reusing our 2020 guide. And the reason for that was, again, kind of a, a decision that we made in relation to our partners, knowing that everybody was down. We didn't feel it was ethical to ask everyone for more money to do a new guide when they didn't even get their, their sponsorship money's worth during that season because of everything being closed down. So. We, we use the guide from 2020, um, and that's what's on there right now. But when we go into 2022, uh, be ready to see a new one. And we actually are very fortunate. We are one of very few uh, visitors bureaus in the state of Ohio that actually has an in-house uh, creative director. And so we, he is a, a professional photographer. He does all of our design work for us. And so all the things besides the ads that you see in that guide are actually all him. And so uh, we have several print pieces. We have one called Beyond the Hocking Hills that is a small magazine like our visitor's guide. And then we do several different trifold brochures and things like that. So we are, again, we're very lucky. We have him just in-house to, to be creative with us and come up with these ideas. And other agencies around the state of Ohio um, will outsource that, um, again, to get those, those things done. So very lucky, excited to have him here. And he's done some amazing work for us. Um, he actually was at the Visitors Bureau before I had even started, so he's been around for a while. Um, and he's a, he's a great guy. He, in relation to his, his design work, um, you mentioned AthensOhio.com. That is actually a new website uh, that you are seeing right now um, that we put together since I took the role in September. Um, this was a, a long, drawn-out conversation of trying to get a new website and working with an agency to try to get this together. Well, we just went ahead and got it done. And so that, that website is brand new. Um, you'll see the events calendar that's on there. It is so new that we're actually still collecting events information um, as things kind of start to turn around here. And you'll see that get more populated over the next few months. Um, and there's some small details we're working on. But that is a new website. And in addition to AthensOhio.com, we actually host two other websites as well. The first one is BikeAthensOhio.com. And the bike culture here in Athens is, is growing astronomically. Bicycle um, you, or motorcycle? Bicycling. So yeah, Bike I Athens, like. Ohio is, is bicycles. 
I bought a mountain bike in 1987 in Athens, Ohio. I think I was one of three people that had one. <laughs> nice. And, uh, nice. It was great. Nice. We'd go out to Strouds and kind of make our own trails. But by the time, I, you know, four or five years later, it seemed like everyone had one. Yeah, it does have everything. So, so you, you rode out at Strouds then. So like Sells and Strouds, they, ha they still have those mountain bike paths. But have you heard of the Bailey's Trail System yet? I, I hadn't until I looked up the Athens, Athens.com and was uh, doing some research for the show. Yeah, so the Bailey's Trail System, um, right now they're at 26 miles and counting. The goal is, is for that to be 88 miles of mountain bike trail. It'll put it as the largest continuous mountain bike trail system east of the Mississippi. Um, it's a huge deal here in town. Um, we actually just met with a group from North Carolina last week that was up here kind of researching how we got this, this thing off the ground. Um, and they're interested in doing it in their own community. But with the Bailey's Trail System, you mentioned Cells and Strouds, people riding out there all the time. I myself, I love mountain biking. I'm a huge mountain biker. Um, Joel that I just talked about in our office, our creative director, him and I have actually been riding a little bit together. Um, but with Bailey's coming in, we have the Hawk Hawking Adena bike path. We have all of the stuff that you mentioned at Cells uh, and Strouds. We also have Lake Hope that's only like 20 minutes from here with mountain bike trails. The bike culture in our community is, is really growing. Um, one other fun little thing is, is a couple of our hotels here in town have actually decided they're going to uh, purchase a lot of bikes and start offering packages um, with those bikes as a part of that. That and, is uh, super because when you're traveling, uh, getting uh, bikes to and, to and from is always a hassle. I mean, I usually right. rent a bike when I go to, to another city. That is super. Now, uh, I remember a couple times going out to Wayne National Forest and just riding on fire roads. Is that... Yeah, so so they don't, and the reason for that is is because this Bailey's Trail System is actually on Wayne National Forest property. So the the National Forest is one of the partners in making this happen. Um, it's on their land, and it's in between Doneville, just outside of Nelsonville, and then Chansey. And Chansey and Doneville both have trailheads right now. They have parking lots, uh, bathrooms, and things. They've already built this, um, and it's set up ready to go for people to ride. Um, and so I, I would encourage people that that's one thing that has changed since uh, some people have probably been in Athens to check out the Bailey's trail system. It's a, it's a phenomenal trail system, professional trail builders. It's unlike anything that I've ever ridden, especially in the state of Ohio. Yeah. And Ohio didn't have, I mean, I'm from Springfield, Ohio, and it didn't have super great mountain biking places. Um, I live in Richmond, Virginia, and we're fortunate. We have yeah. a downtown that's got, we've done well we think we got like 70 miles of a single track around here and it's super and i think we won an uh, imba scholarship a couple of years ago and they really helped us put in some trails and we were able to get some professional trail building and people don't realize when they say no you don't need a professional trail builder you really do oh my goodness yes the difference between just single track and stuff that has been put together by volunteers and nothing against that because everybody still likes riding that but having a professional builder is, is astronomically different. Those trails are, are a lot different. Got any races scheduled? We do, actually. We actually have a couple IMBA races, um, and there's a team here in town called the Cougar Bats. Uh, it's a youth team, mountain bike team, um, and those are, again, just, just little factors that are kind of building into this bigger bike outdoor adventure kind of focus of this region of our state. Uh, they, you know, the, with the teams coming in and, I think it's 2019, Athens, Ohio was ranked number 20 out of 520 cities across the nation as bike-friendliest towns. That's kind of a big feather in the cap. And again, it's, you know, those little things that you don't really hear about, but with all our bike lanes and everything in town, it's, uh, 
it's very popular. And I, I foresee that continuing kind of into the future as outdoor recreation continues to grow. Yeah, and I think you'll see, and we've had it a little bit here, uh, local high schools taking up mountain biking as, as a sport. Um, there's one that does it as a, as a sport, and a lot of them have clubs, but it's just a great, great sport for a high school because it's, you know, relatively inexpensive. Yeah, you got to buy a bike, but they last, you're not buying a new bike for every person each year. Right, right. And we were, we were talking a little bit about uh, kind of the entrepreneurship growth that's here in town with the Bailey's Trail system coming in. We've actually seen a handful of Airbnb properties come up um, uh, and they're, they're focused on the trail system themselves and they're close to the trail system. Um, so one that I know of right offhand is Bailey's Base Camp. Um, that's the, the name of the place that you can stay. It's right along the trail system. Um, but we've seen this, this kind of growth. There's a, a Bailey Mays uh, little coffee shop and food shop in Chansey that has come open in the, in the Vets uh, building. And I think we're going to see some growth around the trail system over the next few years. Yeah, well, we better talk about some other stuff. I think you and I can yeah, right. talk mountain bike. <laughs> we could, we could. So, yeah. so we actually, so the last website actually that I wanted to mention here um, that we that we operate, and this goes back to Joel's kind of creative genius, and he he basically operates all of these websites for us as well. Um, the last one is windy9.com, and you asked about is this bikes or is this motorcycles? Windy9.com is actually for motorcycles. So windy9 is a program that our office created again. Uh, our previous director, um, her genius putting this program together and working with partners in town, but it's nine loops that go in and out of Athens, um, kind of all over this region. Uh, and we've worked with other, other cities and things, um, to create these routes, but we're, uh, we are best noted in Roadrunner magazine, um, with the windy nine program and, uh, some more feathers in the cap for things that we've done. We hosted two national motorcycle rallies last month. Um, that's that's a huge deal for Athens, Ohio. That's over 250 bikes coming in for events that are staying at hotels for the duration of the week. That doesn't include their food and gas and being in town. So our office is very happy and excited with what we've been able to provide with these motorcycle groups. And it's even been a catalyst for us to kind of talk to to our police officers here in town. They've We've done parade routes with these groups coming into town, and we even worked with our uptown business associations to do a street closure for one of their evening events to encourage them to be uptown and spend money and enjoy what uptown has to offer. So the YD9 program for us, it actually uh, is, is one of the things that carried us through the pandemic because it was an outside activity. Um, and folks are, are riding their motorcycles, you know, you're socially distanced. People were still planning trips and coming and riding their bikes in town. And so that's a, that's a program that we have continued to grow. We, uh, this past year we didn't, but, uh, previous years we've been going to progressive motorcycle shows, uh, and, and promoting the windy nine program, but windy9.com is that website. And, uh, if you come and decide that you want to ride your motorcycle in town and stay at, uh, any of the great hotels we have, um, as I actually sit here in my nice air conditioned room that the holiday Inn so nicely let me use. Uh, for this conversation, uh, but any of our hotels here in town would be happy to have our, our windy niners, and they've been extremely accommodating. So much so, like letting them park underneath their uh, their front front areas, and all of our hotels have stickers and patches. So the only way you can get your sticker and your patch is if you come ride the windy nine, 
you can get them at our at our office or at any of the hotel front desks. But that's a that's another fun program we do. So I'm gonna have to spend more time than, in Athens than just a weekend. Now um, back to the bicycling. Any more on Criterium? Yeah. So the Brick Criterium. That's a again. It's another one of those events that just very unfortunately kind of disappeared because of the pandemic. Um, I have not personally heard any word on if the Criterium is coming back. Um, and again, because of the pandemic, we very unfortunately, Athens Bicycle um, was one of our major bike shops here in town. They, they actually closed down. Um, so we have Cycle Path here in Athens um, is the bike shop that is remaining out of the three that we had. Uh, so I, I have not heard anything. Those, those events kind of in general, we're starting to see a little bit of a slow comeback um, with not a whole lot of details for, yeah. for certain I didn't know lives. they still had it. I mean, they had it years ago but i didn't know it was was it an annual event i thought it, they, it, they quit having it it actually it went away for quite a long time yeah, and then we had uh, a guy there's uh, his name is dan brown uh here in town that's a, a bicycle enthusiast and a racer himself um, that wanted to bring the crit back and so he met with a whole bunch of partners including our office um, and brought that back in 2019 so they, they actually hosted the crit in 2019 um, and i don't remember the last date i feel like it was in the 80s sometime um, of the yeah, last race. I felt, I felt that way too. So that's great. I didn't realize that it had been such a recent comeback. Well, yep. That's, yep. That's he super. brought it back. I noticed on your website, calendar of events. And of course you had, you just finished up with the big brew week. And I imagine that's a big one for the town. Yeah, it is. Brew week was fun. Um, very, again, I, I feel like a broken record saying this, but I know everybody understands, but with brew week, it goes back to the whole pandemic thing too. We, we unfortunately did not have our last call event or our opening event this year um, because of the pandemic um, and it was it, it took a long time to kind of get anything brew week kind of related put back together so that's kind of what i'm talking about when we see this slow return of events um, off the top of my head here i know paul paul fest will be back this year in september and that's a new um, one too when i was there that was that didn't exist yeah so paul paul fest is, is a fun one um the Nelsonville Music Fest, unfortunately, um, was not happening this year. Um, look to bring that back for next year. Um, that's a, a Stewart op Stewart's Opera House event. Uh, and then, of course, Brew Week um, with the last call kind of included as a, as a bigger street closure event. Um, but because of that, we have, our office has been really focused on still trying to do what we can and try to try to make things happen. And so I had mentioned these two national rallies that we brought in. Those were two groups of 17 groups that we brought in over the summer. And that's just motorcycle related. Uh, last week, uh, Athens, Ohio hosted the Ohio's Town and Gown Conference. This week, actually starting tomorrow morning, we have the Ohio Society of Association Executives Conference uh, being hosted in Athens, Ohio for the first time ever. This group is used to having uh, conferences held in, in bigger cities. Um, and we were able to partner with Ohio University, the OUN, and our office as kind of a, a three-part three team to be able to host them. And they're extremely excited. Their president CEO is actually an OU alum, um, so he's excited to come back to town. I actually think that's maybe part of the reason we were able to kind of get him to come here. Oh, for sure. Um, he's but like, then, I'm not going. I'm not going it, to Columbus. Crazy. Right. Certainly yeah. not Oxford, Ohio. Right. Right. We we kind of met with met with them, and this this is actually a two year process of working with them and trying to get them to come here. And they were supposed to come last year, and we kind of pushed it off. But 
they'll be here starting tomorrow, Tuesday, and we're we're helped with a bunch of logistics for that, and I'm I'm really excited to have them here. But that again, these conferences and these groups coming in and stuff, that's that's money coming into our community um, to boost the economy, and our office uh, is is very happy with what we were kind of able to do with the circumstances that we were put in. You know, there's a lot of people that were like, man, you're crazy. Why did you take this position in the middle of a pandemic knowing that your budget is about half of what it used to be? Good luck, you know? And so we, now looking back, you know, it's been since September that I've come in and, and this is one of the busier summer, summers that we've had with all these big events. It's it's uh, it's exciting and, and it makes me happy and we are a, a three-person team. There's only three of us that are full-time, and then we have a part-time financial person that works in our office. And with three people, the things that we've been able to do is, is pretty great. So. And the financial person just probably says, no, no, it costs too much. It's out of budget. Gee, you know, we, we need yeah, them part-time, that's right? Ex- that's exactly right. It's, uh, it's uh, are you sure you want to spend this much money, and do we yeah. have the money? And we've, we've definitely seen growth, which is, which is positive, and it's because of the, the hard work that we're doing. We, we've decided that uh, August we're going to take a little bit of a breather and then come back for getting ready for print season, doing the guides and all of our print paperwork. So. Yeah, and that's a good way to look at it. It has nothing to do with, well, you know, I did lose my other job. but Right, <laughs> right, right. Them. No, but this is a natural progression for you, and it sounds like uh, you're really making an impact there. That is super. The big part for me, honestly, is I, I'll kind of go back to what we first started talking about, and this is that, this community is so supportive and everybody's perspective was kind of forced to change with the pandemic and gave some, some more intentional focus on things that are going on around town. And it really was this, this part of the state is pull up your bootstraps and let's figure it out together. And oftentimes you can't figure it out on your own. You have to rely on that other person and to see the agencies in town and our partners really kind of give into that sort of mindset was phenomenal it was just encouraging and it again made me really really appreciate the town that i live in and the community members and people that i work with on a daily basis and it's uh it's great i've witnessed that just looking at um oh they had the town hall live i believe with mayor patterson Mm -hmm. and he was on Mm -hmm. the show so i went on there a couple times and I've been in different organizations in my life and they all seem to get along well and all kind of, you know, they can look at each other's problems and they can, they really do just talk through it all. So it's just an indication of, of the magic of Athens, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And that, ma- that magic, I tell you what, you're trying to figure it out. I know you are. Cause that's why we, like you're doing the show, um, trying to figure out what that little connection is. I've had so many people try to explain to me what the magic of Athens is. And the real biggest thing is, is you just got to be here. That's the final answer for everybody. You got to come here. You got to see it. You got to experience it because there's nothing in words that you can say that really explains to you what this area of the state has. You just got to come be here. And then the next person that you talk to, you can say the same thing. (laughs) You can say, well, I don't really know what it is. I can't explain it, but you just got to go. Well, and there's probably a fine line, and do you do you get any pushback because you don't want it to become a Nashville, you don't want it to become a Vegas, not that it would in that side. You really necessarily don't even want it to be a Nashville, just based yeah, on yeah. the size. And how do you how do you juggle from keeping that magic from being dissipated because you got a million tourists? That is that I'm so glad that you brought that up. Actually, that is a, a conversation that we just had on Friday with this group that was up here from North Carolina, um, and so. 
the thing that I, I really think that Athens has going for it right now is that sense of place. There's such a history connection here. And then the people that are operating here in town to make those decisions about people coming in is to make it authentic. You know, this, this visit Athens and come explore and have fun and enjoy all of our outdoor recreation and all of our local food vibe that we have, our farmer's market, those are the things that make it feel like home. And we definitely don't want to lose that. And so that's having intentional conversations about how many is too many, um, what do we focus our attention on as far as our campaigns and our marketing go, what is the story that we want to tell on a bigger scale, uh, and so that we do not become overrun with tourists. And there, there is a fine line there about where we want to be. Uh, and I think we, we are kind of, uh, because of the pandemic, we're a little bit behind that right now. But I foresee, you know, the next five to 10 years, we're going to see Athens County, Ohio, kind of be that outdoor recreation focused area with all of these assets for people to come enjoy and experience. But that's authentic. It's not putting additional pressure on resources and things like that. It's a little bit of economic growth and boost, um, but doing that in the right way, making sure we're sharing the history and the story of Athens and what Athens really is and what that magical place is. Um, so that it does not become like a Disneyland type of feel, you know. And you don't even need to have a factory to create jobs. I know a lot of right. um, cities and, and areas have done well just by making an, a, an outdoor recreation area. Uh, right. That is a lot more far-reaching than people think, the economic impact of those those type places. That's right. And like I said, just, just those entrepreneurial development pieces, that's another piece of this puzzle that, kind of plays into this authenticity and it's not pushing people out. So the conversation there is um, nothing against other folks that live in other communities, but if we have folks that are here in our community or these smaller towns that have the skills and abilities to open their businesses or operate within these new uh, ideas that we have, then that's who we want to be there. We wanna keep these people. I mean, you as a student at Ohio University, you know that connection to sense of place. And, and my wife and I were very thankful and lucky to kind of get jobs right out of college and end up staying here in town. Um, but having those opportunities and communicating that story um, that Athens has those assets um, and the ability to do that, I think plays into that authenticity piece. It's, a, it's an important role. So keeping that in mind in any of the storytelling or when we're having conversations with folks or just shoots doing stuff like this that we're, that we're doing right now, making sure that we say, you know, this is kind of where we're focused on. We want these folks to have the opportunity and, and we still want people to come and there is no cl closed door sort of thing. You know, we want to keep keep university students here and folks that live in these smaller communities, give them the, the abilities to, to move on. As long as we don't have any like keep Athens magic bumper stickers, like right, right, <laughs> we'll be okay. I now, think what was the other one? Keep Athens funky. I think I've seen that one. Around I haven't. Quite a I bit. haven't seen that one. I love your your slogan though, "Peace, love, and Athens." That says it all. Um, one thing, question about the university with the recent change of presidents. I know some of in the community were like, you know what, this president has a pretty big. Uh, impact on our community as well as the university and we should have a say on that and didn't they pass something or, or agree to in the future that they're going to bring the community a little more closer to some big decisions in the university yeah so we i was very fortunate enough uh to be a part of a conversation that actually very thankful the chamber of commerce here in athens um, was able to set up with some university officials 
Um, and there was some, some deep conversation, uh, and, and quite honestly, some tough conversation about the communication piece between the university and then offices such as ours at the Visitors Bureau, the Chamber of Commerce, and then the partners. Um, and, and that just kind of hitting that truth head on was very important for creating kind of a new bridge and an outline for how operations will go moving forward. So we have already seen a little bit of a bridge being broken down there um, and community officials being able to speak with university officials. Uh, and I, there, there has been a turnover of president uh, here, so I will be, be quite honest, I, I haven't really been paying too much attention to that overturn and kind of the direct focus of the new president that is coming in. Um, it will be interesting to see kind of what that outline looks like. However, I know there has been some deep conversation about uh, a better connection between the university and our community. I actually have a, a small example of that uh, and being able to, to talk with my wife um, that, that works in admissions and, uh, and some of the folks over there. Uh, one small thing that had been done just, I think this was last year or the year before, was the university tours. So when students and families would come into town um, and getting a campus tour or like Bobcat student orientation, um, they would get a tour of town and they would stop kind of right at the, the end of Court Street where College Gate is and loop back. And so we had said as an uptown business association, it would be great if you could take them at least one more block so that they could see some of the shops and stores that we have and give a little bit more inclusive feel to like this is the community as well uh, and then allow the chamber of commerce or the visitors bureau actually to speak during those orientation times or host a table so this is the first time this past bobcat student orientation um, just last month uh, the chamber and our office partnered together with the university and we were actually able to sit on a, a partnership panel and represent the community and answer questions and host a table um, and as far as I'm aware, that's the first time that's happened. So that's a, a very direct example of that partnership that's kind of growing. And make sure the student tours are not like at 11 p.m. Saturday night. If you Correct. Have to go that extra yes. block. Yep. Yep. <laughs> no. They've kept well, them during the day from about eight to four, and and we yeah, that's even. Great. I mean, we've even we were invited to talk with uh, the student orientation um, director that was putting things together as a part of that conversation. So that was phenomenal. Again, that's as far as I'm aware, that's the first time that that we've been. A part of that and we're even getting communications from the university communications office that says hey we're going to be doing this thing or this event is coming just a heads up please let partners know and we have done the same so when we have larger events coming in we'll say hey we have 250 people that are going to be in this space so be sure that you're you're aware and that with event services uh, being able to partner with us and host these conferences I mean we wouldn't be able to host conferences of that size without a partnership with the university and to be able to make that happen and attend things together and have uh, co-created uh, print pieces that we're using, that's that's great. Yeah, that's a win-win for everyone. Now, I was going to jokingly say that, hey, you know what? I see uh, Troyer as OU president in 2024, but really, oh, right. that might be your wife more than you, huh? Right, yeah, yeah, that would be her instead, yeah. Well, great. Thanks for coming on today. And we always like to finish um, by asking, really, what do you like most about Athens or OU or, or maybe a most memorable 
moment and uh, say that's when you met your wife. But other than that time, uh, (laughs) what really draws you to the area? Yeah, I, it's a lot of mine is actually connection to a sense of community and a sense of place. Uh, when I graduated, uh, the first round, I was ready to be done. I, I was ready to be finished with school and kind of move on. I was substitute teaching at the time and working through my summers. And I was like, all right, well, thanks Athens. It's time, time to move on in the world. And so I actually went back to, to Newark, Ohio, where my folks still live. And I substitute taught there for about a year. But during that time, um, my wife still had a year of school left. So I was still coming down here and visiting. Um, and we, um, those, those memories of that year of driving back down here were actually some of my best. And the fact that I had an opportunity and I still had a connection to Athens, but I wasn't living here, I think is what helped me realize and understand the importance of this area and what it actually meant to me. Uh, I think maybe every student might go through this of like when they're ready to be done with school and just kind of, all right, well, what's the next step? You know, Athens isn't for me to move on. Um, But all those things that I've talked about, really this entire conversation about the connection to community and seeing people kind of step up in roles where you didn't expect and the sense of support that you get you know, with folks at the city, it was all kind of serendipitous. I, I got a position with the university or with the city of Athens and my wife got her job with the university right after graduation. And it was kind of like, well, you know, this is where we're supposed to be. Now we have a, a three-year-old daughter and a six-year-old daughter and I'm coaching track and field at the high school. And I'm the director of the visitors bureau representing this wonderful town and county that we have. And my wife is representing the university, one of the biggest assets that we have. And this is it all worked out this is where we're supposed to be and i'm happy to help share the word about athens and encourage people to come visit and if you were a student and you haven't been back you got to come back it doesn't even need to be homecoming just schedule a few days and come back and just be in town and and see what athens has and how it's changed and try to get your get your heart back a little bit in athens (laughs) i've never had a bad time in athens yeah, well, thanks. I think uh, you're living the dream job, and thanks uh, right. for everything you do for the area. Hey, before we go, though, can you kind of run over those websites again to make sure we can? Yeah, yeah. So connect? the main, our main website is AthensOhio.com. Uh, please get on there and, and enjoy looking what we have to offer, and that will continue to get more robust since it is new. Um, the events calendar will continue to grow. The other one is BikeAthensOhio.com, and that's bicycling focused uh, website. Um, has all of the bicycling assets that we have here in town. And then the last one is windy9.com. Uh, and windy9.com is our, our motorcycle program. So check those out. And if you're interested in coming to Athens or if you just want to call me and chat and talk about Athens just like this, feel free to call me. The number at the office is 740-592-1819. And then my email address is B as in boy, T-R-O-Y-E-R, at AthensOhio.com. Well, fantastic, Boone. Thanks so much. And I look forward to seeing you. Hopefully you can make it on July 31st from 2 to 4 at Tony's. We're having uh, this one time at OU happy hour. So everyone, please come by and say hello. Sounds well, I hope to see you that weekend. And again, thanks for being on the show and keep up the great work. Yep. Thank you for having me. I always enjoy talking about Athens. I'm sure we'll talk right. to you soon. Thanks. Bye-bye.